We're live. Welcome back, fuckers. I, like I got one Sandawan, and uh, it's bright in here. It's a beautiful day at Uncle Tony's studios. What a sentence. I've got a Sandawan, one Sandawan, and it's bright in here. And I got this, this nice drink courtesy of my neighbor. We're out on the beach today. Our neighbors gave us drinks, so we're in Hawaii today. <laughs> um, this is from Russia, actually. It's very opposite. Wait, these are Russian? The Moscow meat. Um, it's uh, root Virgin beer. Moscow meat. Yeah. Get, we gotta get rid of these. What do you mean? Oh, we, yeah. They can support this. Shit, you guys didn't see anything. These are just club sodas. This is actually a Mexican mule. It's got tequila. Thing. That's not a bad idea. I don't know if it is. It's probably a thing. Is that a thing? You can do whatever you want. I had a black Russian the other day. It was terrible. Fucking awful. But, um... It's a black Russian. Um, it's a white Russian with no cream. So, yeah, it's, uh... I thought it was just... Yeah, it's what I thought. You were there for that, actually. I've had that before. It's not, uh... Not the tastiest thing. If Nothing. you hate your life, maybe... Anyway, yeah, if you're like an alcoholic professor, maybe that could be your go-to for research. <laughs> yeah, just a wash-up. You don't need to fuck around with the flavor. But um, today we're going to be talking about the simulation theory. This is a big one. Simulation. What we're starting off with the simulation, the video game theory. I love simulator games. It's true. This guy plays Truck Simulator about it's, uh, it's eight, right maybe there. twelve you hours. See the steering wheel. Yeah, yeah there it is. <laughs> Farming, trucking, and... When I tell you we got everything down here at Uncle Tony's Studios. We can teach you how to do anything. Run a bobcat, uh, back up a 53 fucking footer. That's how I learned how to drive a manual. Yeah, you can drive a 10-speed <laughs> really. eating fuller on that fucking thing. Swinger wide, bucko. <laughs> I want to get Midnight Club and hook that up to that game. You guys remember that game? No. Alright, well... Anyways, back to simulations, not simulators. That was a good segue right there. It was, but... Uh, life is a simulation. I realize this sometimes when I get really, really stoned. That's true. I've had moments where I, I feel like there's like a glitch in reality. Yes. And, and times where it's just like right. something's like way too much of a coincidence to be a coincidence. Yeah. It just like everything feels scripted in a way. Yeah, that's why like... I... I I think we live in a sim. Well, I think we live in a simulation, but I think we're a simulation of a simulation. Okay, who here among us thinks that we do live in a simulation? I think it's, it's definitely possible. I mean, I'm. I can't. There's no definitive yes or no. Okay, yeah, so we have two, four. Are you? You're in the middle. Even I'm even philosophers that even philosophers that talk about it, like from what I've seen, literally will like argue their own argument okay. against it like about how it's real and be yeah. like, this is how i can but you this is how you can counter it but technically there's no way for us to de like determine that we are yet real base time like okay i'm i'm somewhere um somewhere still in the middle but i'm leaning a little more towards the no side because although it is possible for us to make really complicated uh simulations there's um <laughs> You know, there's not the technology around to do that right now. And if uh, if we were in an alien simulation, uh, I think that some of the stuff that I've done would probably uh, end up crashing the hardware or something <laughs> like that. You know, between the four of us. Well, do you think, like, I don't know, this kind of like, okay, so I was 
obviously like the last one I was on, we talked about like the theory that we all died in 2012. Now I kind of can see like what if that actually real life did happen and the, this is the simulation. Like we've been trying to simulate life ever since then because we all fucking died. You know, you want to know something interesting? The day we were actually all supposed to die was my girlfriend's birthday. That's my birthday. December She's a 21st. doomsday? Really? Yes, this is my birthday. Yeah, that's her birthday. Wow. I thought I was going to die. News. I literally thought I was going to die on my she, 13th birthday. That's what she was like telling <laughs> We live in a fucking simulation. All yeah. right, that's oh, it. We went through the same that's trauma. It. Yeah, she said, like, you know, she was telling her the friends, Christmas like, birthday. Everyone, like, we're going to all die on my birthday. Literally, <laughs> I remember that was the most vivid birthday <laughs> of my life because that's I watched, like, that, I watched yeah. that movie 2012 and I was like, Oh, we're yeah, done. Yeah. We're literally done. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to make it to C13. I'm never going to be able to get to If there's going to be an apocalypse, it's because of you. I hope there's an apocalypse. Wasn't all that because of the end of the mind calendar or something? Yeah, the mind calendar. Didn't they find more pieces, though? Really? I heard they found more pieces. Someone, someone said that, that. that the year was wrong and it was supposed to be 20. Yeah, I've years. also seen that. that yeah. uh, the, like This year is looking pretty apocalyptic. It's actually not <laughs> the way in here. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I welcome it. You know, if Russia wants to send some nukes our way, or if, like, you know, we have some kind of climate-related meltdown. Ooh, I have another theory, too, we can talk about that's not really related, but it's still a cool theory. Let's get but, into simulation theory. But... What is simulation theory? Okay, so... Let's um, hear from a psychologist. Okay, so, um... Fucking there is a theory right now, uh, that comes from very real science, um... It's mostly actually just like a thought, but what if our entire reality existed somewhere within some giant supercomputer that was computing everything that we do, every, you know, item in the world, every single thing that you've ever seen. So it's, it's an interesting one because it makes you think about whether what you're seeing is real or not. So as we know, everything in your brain is entirely subjective. And there's things like deja vu and like, you know, weird dreams that pre predict the future. And like, you know, there's all sorts of different uncanny valley stuff. And I don't know. I think it could be like, I think it could be possible, but it's very unlikely. The way I heard somebody describe it or like to explain, because people are like, oh, how could this be a simulation? Th this chair is a chair, but yeah. like but you it? can feel it, like you can touch it, you like because reality is based off like taste, sight, touch, sound. Like, but what if if we were in a simulation? Yeah, a like to say, like for instance, like I saw where they said that, like if. Um, what is it? We, it's like, so if somebody was controlling us, like, say if I was, like, NPC, like, somebody's yeah. in my brain controlling my next move, every thought, all that crap, like, for me to pick up my phone, like, say if, like, any object could simply be empty, like, we don't know that, but if we think, hmm, let me just break my phone in half real quick, that's when it has matter inside of it, or, like, the, the, they create like the game as we go, thing. so, like, yeah. It may seem like, oh, this is a solid, you know, like, actual form of matter, but alive. really it isn't. Or I something, mean, I don't from know. from a physics standpoint, all atoms are 99% empty space, and, like, gravity or actually, weight is just a subjective measurement. You've never it. actually touched anything in your life. There's a, a separation at the atoms that, like, prevents you from ever it's coming fully in contact, because if the atoms were to contact each other, they would just fuse, pretty much. Hold it. I think. What if... This everything we can touch, this cup, this smokes, this chair I'm sitting my nice fat ass in. What if it's not actually real mass? 
What if this? What? I mean, I just my no way. That's a crazy idea. That's kind of what I was trying to get at. What if reality is a simulation? I'm gonna explode. (laughs) My head's gonna explode if this turns out to be the truth. like in the Lego movie, his fucking head explodes. That's gonna be me. I can't process all this. You guys believe that we have free will? You know, you can make whatever choice you want, do whatever the absolute fuck you want. Or is everything predetermined? I call it free willy, not free will. And yeah, I think we do have free willy because you're free to willy whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, that's exactly what we meant to speak about. Um, That is interesting. Here's Okay, listen, I to stick on the topic of simulation, so I think we're in a simulation because, well, I saw this thing that said that the equivalent of one gram of our DNA is like... Two Six million miles long, yeah. No, it's like two million gigabytes in. Oh. Like, that's what it's compared to. Wait, so, like, one you gram can, of your DNA you is equivalent that? to, like, huh? You can convert that? It's Apparently, data. I saw Now it. we can see it's called genome entire. sequencing. Yeah, so, we can so sequence that's the equivalent of just. It is, I guess it is. It data. is have, raw data. We have almost the whole so human data genome. In our DNA. We have almost the entire human genome right Ooh. now by this point. Yeah. It's been sequenced. File it up. That's I how think, you get I think caught the University by the of Canada is doing like huge projects oh. with them. Yeah, so soon they're just gonna be able to copy and paste us and just fucking make a new one. Damn Canadians. Okay. Okay, so what? two two questions. They're always up to something. If you clone yourself <coughs> They're always up to some good. And then the clone of you kills you, the original. That's in Rick and they Morty. still be you. That's in Rick and Morty. He has multiple Ricks. Yeah, yeah. I remember that episode, actually. There's, there's Rick 142, Rick But those come from different multiverses. I'm talking about just within... On this verse, this multiverse. Yeah. There's a, a, so not a twin of me, but an exact clone, same DNA sequencing. And you're saying if that kid... Yeah, so who would actually be the real one? The one that... The clone it's impossible to determine is the problem. Right, because if it's an exact like perfect, because oh. they think like you, they have your exact brain map, the same memories you know, as you, yeah. like everything, like exact perfect exact clone. clone. Yeah, it'd be impossible to determine which is which unless you put like a sticker on the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one with the marker is worse than having twins. on the forehead. It's slightly different haircuts, and that's <laughs> well. Okay, I have another one too. Is uh, if you replaced all your organs with donor organs. Would you still be the same person? Like, no, does that count as because it's well, within you? It's well, your body already naturally it wasn't made all by cells you. every like what seven years. That is true. So like, we still consider ourselves ourselves, even though we get a almost entirely brand new body every seven years. Well, that's the one that I think about with um, sure new cybernetics. Is like if you can p- replace yourself with robot parts. And you could replace everything except for your brain. Would you still be you, or would you be a robot that stores you in it? It's just an aftermarket part, bro. Well, yeah. As long as you're, as long as the, as long as the CPU would still be you. As long as the CPU still because you can take your you can take your finger off and just replace it. Yeah, just like you replace the tires on your car. If if as long as that computer board that computer board is still intact from when it was factory made, that car is still that car. Think about it. Your car has the same VIN number. Okay, so if you were to transfer life, only one part of car. the computer or the car, and it was the computer, you know what your VIN number is. Then it would be the same car. Your VIN number is your social. Think of yourself as a car. Right. It is possible to replace. I don't know that much about cars, but yeah, we we have prosthetics and stuff now. That just you think can about have. how many parts are in a car. Are we're more complicated than cars. 
Yeah, undoubtedly. So, but we could say, yeah. Right? Think so about it this way. Parts. How many parts of yourself could you replace with robot parts until you're no longer considered you? Your brain. Your um, brain is what keeps you, literally. Yeah. I think organs know your heart, too. Yeah. Your heart is, well, like, yeah, you, you kind of need all of it. Yeah, well, but you can replace your heart. If you, you can, can replace, replace your, your heart. Scientists have made artificial hearts that beat, and they, like, they oh, yeah, propel blood. Someone, there was someone that had a pig heart in them, and they lived for years, yep. and they, yeah, they ended multiple up dying. Multiple years. But, uh, that but was she's impressive. not a pig person. She's a person with the pig heart. Because, the, yeah, she so just that's one. She's not a pig person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but the, the analogy that I'm, I'm saying is that's <laughs> not this guy. <laughs> oh, brother, this guy is right scientific in here. Okay, so oh, man. that's one part she's replaced. <laughs> if she had an entire set of organs from a pig, would she be a pig? You know what I'm saying? No, she looks like a pig. If you got a pig brain transplanted into your brain, would you start oinking? Probably. Is this like animal form? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, it's a it's a hypothetical. You could probably take sections of a pig brain and, and replace sections of a human brain with pig brain. That would not, be weird, dude. That would be weird as I don't fuck. think you could replace an entire... Because we require too much... Don't get me wrong. This pigs, is going to be the next Black Mirror episode. Pigs are really intelligent. Yeah. If they haven't already done it. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably producing this one. We're a little behind. Well, they did one where someone put something in a pig, but not where a pig puts something else. Oh, they put something <laughs> in Say a that pig. Say that one more time. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, I watched that episode. Oh, oh, my God. Um, yeah, let's see it. I want to I wanna see that. Pig put something in human. Yeah. Google it. Oh, no. No, oh, no, no. It wasn't pig put something in human. All right, guys, let's bring it up. Human put something in the pig. Well, yeah. Okay, what if you put a human brain into a pig body? Would they be a human? All right, listen. I don't they think because you guys—that's the real question. I, you, it's harder to like. Assuming do they did, assuming they survived I think the surgery, a bad and it was idea. perfect. If we give anything that is not a human a human brain, it is going to take over. It's going to dominate the food chain. What pig? A spider. It doesn't matter. Think they about don't it. have you thumbs. You give a spider, fit in a spider, but they'll figure out ways. <laughs> Maybe your brain's small enough. <laughs> Me? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm a, I, I'm a transplant. I got a spider brain. Uh, that explains so much. It does. I'm a spider, man. Peter Parker? Shoe silk. I am spider, man. Okay, let's get back to the uh, simulation theory. Oh, there goes the sound levels. Fucked up the sound levels right quick. He got to blow his nose. Unbelievable, this guy. There's some... Off topic, there's some, some odd illness going. Ooh, yeah. It's the, the freshman flu. The freshmen are just notorious for bringing illness around. Dick cheese. That's one of them. Chlamydia. Yikes. That's another one of them. There was actually a chlamydia outbreak uh, not too long ago. But that's a story for another time. Um, the other question that I had about a simulation was... It was, uh... He's shooting blanks. <laughs> okay, well, here's a little thing for Can you. Can pass me the simulated A smoke? little food for... <laughs> yeah, pass me the simulated nicotine. <laughs> download, download some of this. This shit, Boston. Well, would, my, wait, I have a question. So do you guys think this, this brain chip that Elon Musk is developing would have to go alongside with simulation? Because... 
Imagine they came installed with the metaverse. Because if you think about it, in the Get metaverse, ads. Oh my god, I would hate. I've thought about that. So ideally, they want the metaverse to pretty much be functional in many ways, and one of them being that you could store uh, a certain almost emotion or feeling, and you can revisit that or like a, a state of mind. So the conscious mind. Like exactly how your brain was so in that like, moment. Let's say you it just, just smoke a joint and you just love the way you feel and you get that initial Save. buzz, right? You just hit save, set the hotkey to the number one on your keyboard, okay? And then you scroll through your keyboard and your eyes here through that fucking chip thing. You select one. There you go. You're as baked as a cake. You and wanna, you don't even smell like pot. You want to know what's funny about that? You think people would be sad artificially or happy artificially? I feel like that would fuck with your brain. Yeah, that'd fuck with you. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> Ron, what you were just talking about, surprisingly, it's not Neuralink. But uh, Valve, the people that made Steam, really? invested like, I have no idea how much money, Valve? but it was millions to really? billions of dollars into the exact technology you were just describing because their their main focus is uh, full dive VR right now. Oh, they just started they an entire branch of their company dedicated to brain research and full dive VR. There's an anime they, about and, this. Uh, it's Fucking pretty much exactly what you described, being able to save an experience and like load it up. And what they want to do is be able to give people experiences that are otherwise impossible, such as like you load up your full dive <laughs> game you programmed, and you can simulate having three eyes, and your brain can like process okay, the what about signals the porn, of having though? three eyes. Can they imp- can they directly input it into your brain? I think they the can. same the same feeling. Oh, like, that would be too dangerous, man. We would need to about, destroy them all. We're talking about simulation theory inside of our simulation. Wait, theory. if you did that with like, <laughs> but, but that's kind of like goes wake up, simulation. wake up, be the wake up. Simulation. There's probably multiple simulations in multiple <laughs> universes where it's a simulation of a simulation of a simulation. Okay, so I heard a theory about this. The theory is that preset two would be the orgasm. That's what I'd save on my second preset. But for some of you that jerk off too much, you little Okay, all right. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> that like could get out of hand. Because what if you have an addiction problem? Think about it. People are addicted. Yeah, you could just be back in the moment. So you, you have to restrict things, but you could also use it to cope with addiction. If someone has a problem with a drug addiction, you, you could just give use them that some storage, You use that stored state to make them feel that feeling without actually using those, those narcotics. They should have us making help a new Neuralink. Lean them off. Um, maybe of the narcotics. And, I mean, I don't know if Neuralink's going to be able to do this, but or, or anything for that matter, but that would be amazing. It could definitely help with addiction. That is, yeah, that's interesting. And it's not just drug addiction. I just gave you another well, example. Well, what if you could just go into your mind and delete the part of your brain that's... Uh, Addicted. S- yeah, that, like, makes you crave nicotine. Just delete that file, that, that dot... That dot uh, go on. That JPEG. Yeah. But then you're taking away parts of yourself and then creating a different... Like exactly, it's playing God. You're playing things. God. Wait, but then you're yeah, you're messing with the butterfly effect. Then literally, you don't want to fuck with the butterfly effect. Dude, that movie's insane. Sorry. If you fuck with the our butterfly. our urges make us human. The things that you do in order to seek comfort and reconcile the absurdity of your life and your existence prove that you are a person with free will. We got a scholar in it. You just sound like a therapist. I love this guy. You know what? I'm working on this it. This guy's great. He's talking in a very I like sophisticated it. way. You gotta take a management class. It'll teach you how to Hell use no. your body language. Hell no. It'll teach you how to use body language to speak to I did people. public speaking. I like that class actually. I taught I people how to throw speaking. a punch. <laughs> I taught him how to make pasta salad. <laughs> Remember Are you that? Done? Hmm? Are you Sorry. done? Okay, now we can continue. Anyway, like I was saying, the point at which we will know 
if it's possible to make a simulation that simulates life or not, is if we can do it. And if we can make a simulation that is uh, similar to real life, then it means that it's possible, and then there's a chance that we are in a simulation. Yeah, so if we couldn't, or like couldn't advance towards that, then... It's not possible. No. The other theory... We, wouldn't that mean we're just base reality and we haven't discovered it yet? Well, that would mean we're base reality and we haven't discovered simulation yet if, before knowing anything about it. Or <laughs> we're already a simulation within a simulation within another simulation and there's so much, there's so little processing power at this part. effect of simulations. Yeah, so the theory is Everything that simulations is only go as deep <laughs> as we have the technology for, the, the yeah. processing power. So, so an infinite if we're on the deepest level of the simulation, there's not going to be space left for us to create new ones. So that that well, would yeah, but say in your simulated life, like say if I we were simulations, we and we found out a way to create another simulation, like that's there was even in video games, like like in real life, like there was. Do you did you guys ever watch that movie? Oh, what's it called? Uh, Ryan Reynolds is in it, and he's an NPC in the video game. Yes, yeah. he's a video game player, I but I heard he about it. Up, I did not watch it. Oh my god, watch it, because listen, that's essentially what simulation theory is like so getting at. he gains at. consciousness. He gains consciousness and under like, well, not even that, but like, he creates emotions within himself, feelings. He goes, like, because he takes, he goes off of his regular path of what he's supposed to do in, in the, the game. Like, the reason? He, he doesn't know he's in a game, but once he becomes aware, too, that gets even crazier. But, um... <laughs> What happens is he like falls in love with this girl, and that's what makes, makes him. him oh, yeah. Oh, but wee. yeah, that's right. interesting. So what if that's how it was though? While we're talking about movies, how have we made it this far into the simulation theory episode and not, not talked about the Matrix yet? Ooh, um, I never watched it. You never. I was. Seen the I was Matrix? going to talk about the Matrix. Is it on, what streaming is it on? <laughs> Probably everything. We, we will I find it and we will watch it. That's our homework for this week, is to watch The Matrix. And we're going to touch base we're on We're going to be fucked up. Anyway, um, <laughs> if life was realistic, like in The Matrix, where you couldn't tell that you were living in a simulation, <laughs> would you continue living in it, or would you get out? Because I think I would just stay in. I don't really give a fuck. You know? I would um, rather be comfortable... And living a lie, then. I mean, honestly, that's kind of how we live now. Because regardless of what we want to think or feel, there are secrets from us, like things we don't know. Regardless, so I mean, you would just kind of have like, oh, like Big Brother doesn't have its eye on me anymore. I can see like that. You can think freely. I can. You can be like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I live here now, and this is my life, and I just have to come to terms with it. So would you say the people who live in the Matrix are not fully conscious? Like anybody who lives in a simulation. They are not aware, so they're not fully free-thinking. But if we're sitting here having this conversation and we are, then we are aware. I think I'm a pretty free-thinking individual. I think that even if we are in a simulation, I think some people are going to be able to realize it and agree with it, whereas you know others who? are going to disagree and say, no, 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 no. If you've ever done psychedelics, That's what I was gonna say. you are aware of the real reality Oh, that we live in. There's or at least how fragile it is. The eye. It's yeah. very fragile. Yeah. It's subjective and fragile. Yeah, reality is subjective and fragile, which means basically the way that you think about things in your life is the way they are in your life because your you know, your entire life is up here. So think positively 
and don't get yourself down because that will fuck you up for no reason. So. I saw something about it. So like with psychedelics, what is within the simulation? So like if we were in a simulation, okay, say we were. Like this guy was saying how like. He's like, what if, like, the reason why, you know, like, psychedelics, okay, so, like, obviously, like, <clears throat> they're illegal, like, they're, like, kind of like little Easter eggs, if you think about it, like, plant, in a right. sense, like, you take them, and I feel, <laughs> Brandon, no, 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 listen, because, listen, because like, Easter eggs in a video trip, game. You can't tell me you don't have no type, like, if you have an you ego death. You think about reality. If you have an ego death and, like, completely don't even understand reality, like, could you come to, like, people have said they've talked to God while, like, tripping. You had something like that, not God, but... I thought I was God, yeah. which was even crazier. That's a common occurrence. Yeah, and it, it was very... But, like, what if those are, these are little things to bring awareness, like... Like, to allow us to understand, like, this guy said, well, he said he smoked DMT, and he said he talked to God, and God told him that basically his life was a simulation and nothing is real and all this stuff. Like, obviously, he was That is crazy. But he was like, oh, and he just came to terms with it. And he's like this huge, like, conspiracy theorist. And he's, like, really into, like, finding out these things, and, like, he said that in the church, God was just like you are living a lie like everybody's living a lie it's a simulation that would fuck me what up if so you, bad the only problem with that is like what if he was like googling it right before he smoked the DMT or something it, like, that could have had a drastic effect on his trip <clears throat> so the feeling that I had it wasn't exactly that I was God but it felt like I was in control of my subjective reality so the way people say we only use 10% of our brains um it basically felt like I was in control of the other 90%. And whatever I thought wow. became apparent to me. And, like, if I was, you know, thinking about seeing something, then it became like I was seeing that. So I thought that was really interesting. It also makes me think about subjective experience. Because, like, in my eye, psychedelics are the key to um, gaining understanding about things that you that people ask themselves you know like the questions of you know maybe why am i here what is life you know all these questions and abstract ideas yeah exactly very uh yeah very hard to think about stuff and when you are in that state of mind it's much easier for you to comprehend big things like that and i think that's a tool that's like what made a lot of people discover religion was doing drugs basically in the forest and then they're like wow like things are completely different than what I thought and there's also the um, the stoned ape theory which says that yeah. we got our consciousness yep. you want to explain that basically uh, during the path of evolution from monkey to humans they eat a bunch of psychedelic mushrooms they found and uh, it's somewhat like I suppose it expanded their consciousness yeah and it they just gained a lot of the ability to like view things from multiple different perspectives at the same time and eventually it just ended up to our we just had new sections of their brain pop up because it's it has been scientifically proven that tripping on certain psychedelics psilocybin and lsd especially interconnect different like synapses in your brain that like weren't there before they say it's good to microdose shrimps like daily, like take it. Like we say it's good medication. to microdose shrooms. It is good to go microdose. ahead and do it, bro. I see ads for it all the time. Like it's literally as a long thing. as you're sure that the dose is, uh, 
Is there like a, a recommended size? Uh, you can look. How up. micro is micro? It has to go based off your. Do weight. research Wait, if you're gonna try microdosing. Go on your BMI. Do not BMI. eat too much shrooms and be fucked up for the entire day because that might be interesting. Yeah. It will not help you. You ain't gonna be able to crunch as just numbers. a little input on it. Uh, with a microdose, you're not supposed to have a no. headspace change. You're not supposed to feel it. Or almost, it's almost as if you don't know that you took it, even though you do. It's right. like it's supposed to be such a tiny amount with such like little impact. It has mood changes and like yeah, it, it helps with depression too. And productivity makes you more productive. That's interesting because they give um, depression patients um, drugs like ketamine. Also, mushrooms is one. Um, they give them to people with cancer who find out that they're going to die, uh, which is an area of therapy that I would be interested in working on because I think that's where you learn a lot, um, talking to people who are, like, you know, yeah. on the way out. It's very... Uh, as modern humans, we kind of have the tendency to avoid death, and we don't even talk about it. You know, we barely ever think about it unless you're on fucking drugs, you know? Or someone you know close to you dies, yeah. but then you start to think about it. <clears throat> yeah, Get, getting over that fear of death is uh, just the step to unlocking... Like the existential dread attached to it. Yeah, exactly. If you can get over that, then you can use your brain uh, to a higher potential. And there's a couple things like that that you have to get over. Um, like people's perceptions of you, you know, if you spend a lot of time worrying about that, then you're not going to be able to use your brain to your fullest capacity because you have a section of that energy being used by worrying. Which is like... Don't worry about things. Take it easy. Yeah, do yourself a break. Listen, life only gets more stressful. And you know what? Roll yeah. up a little jaybird. The strategy, realize it, Fuck. <clears throat> the better off you are. The strategy that I heard was to set aside a time in your day where maybe it's just 10 or 15 minutes, but... You take some time aside where you set down all of your worries and your problems, even your phone, and you go do something and just be free of that, you know? And that will help you separate the two things. You know, there's a time for anxiety and worrying, and there's a time for just being relaxed. Because if you have it with you all the time, then it's going to fuck you up. True. Like, there's people who get um, ulcers in their stomach because of stress. Stress, yeah. Yeah, and it's a very real medical problem. It really hurts. You could get, I think you could get kidney stones. (laughs) (laughs) You were stressed the fuck out. (laughs) Your your hair can fall out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Just just take it easy. Take it easy, man. I feel like the problem with people is like, we just take things a little too seriously all the time. Like, I mean, I definitely try not to, but like, if bad things happen to us, like, if something bad happens to you, I feel like it's, for me at least, it feels like the end of the world. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, uh, why? Why me? And, <laughs> what? Sorry, I got distracted. No, it wasn't you. It was just fucking dweeb. Okay, anyways. <laughs> we just tend to be very, uh, stressed. Not yeah. me, look at me. I'm like, fucking worry-free over here. I'm in la-la land. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> this man is gone. Okay, here's, here's the thing. Um, people who live in, like, smaller, um, tribes, I guess, and, like, less advanced countries, they tend to have higher happiness levels. I remember. Did I show you that? No, there's an island in Japan where the average life expectancy is over 100 years. And they're, they're reported to be the happiest place in the world. 
because they, they don't have fucking <clears throat> Do you cell remember phones or the uh, video that I showed you? The one yes. you showed me, the myth of Sisyphus? That was the exact same thing, but I don't remember where that tribe was. They were somewhere, I think I it was in the Amazon rainforest. Yeah, and, and, I would love uh, to be out there. They basically just laughed at the... To start over okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Tell them about the uncontacted tribe. Uh, I don't think it's an uncontacted drive because the guy went... They were previously uncontacted. Yeah, but basically just like, they're not concerned with matters of death like whatsoever. Like they're aware They don't have a word for and, it. Yeah, they didn't even have a word for it because like they... It was really hard for the guy to learn their language to communicate with them. And I think he spent a couple of years with them, honestly. And uh, like some kind of journalist. Quickly. But like he picked up their language and learned to communicate with them and stuff. And he wrote a book about it. I wish I had a source. I don't remember any of the names or anything. But basically, like, uh, they laughed at his, up. like, Western mindset and, like, ideals about death and whatnot. And they're just, like, absolutely not concerned with it because, like, they just view it as a natural part of <laughs> the human experience. And, like, why That's worry insane. about it if you can't do anything about it? You move the oh, my God. You move the camera. We're good. He's fucking up the sound levels. We're all good. Okay. He's giving thumbs up like he's Big Ben on a stretcher. Oh, so and we don't even have internet. fucking internet. You're going to okay. show them your Wi-Fi, which is going to tell them where we are. Great job. We're going to have to edit that past minute of me freaking out. Now. Okay. Anyway, uh, we are not on screen. Are they looking at me now? Well, we're always on screen. Yeah, they look, <laughs> they've been looking at you the whole time. I tend to, you know, when, I, when we go to that screen mode, I tend to just go to my natural one mouth wide open sitting position like that. Yeah. <laughs> but I for, forget you guys are watching me, so you probably just see me go uh, throughout the... I showed you the setup and I said we are in the bottom of the, of the screen. I can never remember. Okay, this is great. We're having technical difficulties. Please Aren't we always? Oh. Oh, oh my! Okay, you know what? And we get to see a search history on YouTube. This is great. <laughs> the creepiest. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, um. Fart trap beat. <laughs> oh my god. I'll be uh, releasing that song on YouTube uh, a little bit later. I'm gonna start a new channel where we freestyle. Um. Was it this guy? Are they gonna be able to hear Maybe. the sound? Uh, we're not playing the entire video. I believe I watched this documentary actually. <clears throat> You're a TED Talk. Does this podcast come with bathroom breaks? No, actually, you're gonna have to piss your pants on air. I have no problem with that. All right, we will find the link for that TED Talk and uh, provide it somewhere else. We'll put it in the text. We'll, we'll do a text box. I don't know if they worked that in last time. Uh, no, we're still editing the video from last week, actually. Uh, it's going to be released at some point. You have the audio. Let's get you set up here, buddy. What did you do? <laughs> I'm back. All right. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, I don't death. know, but we should talk, well, death, yeah. Alright, that's a good one. Well, that's we, what we were talking about. What happens after you die? Uh, oh, You're dead. I don't think anything. That's it, nothing. Yeah. I think you're in the ground and you're just not alive anymore. I think everything goes black, man. I'm, I'm a nihilist myself. It's like you go to sleep and never wake up. Mm. No, I think it's even like, there's more to it. In the fact that there's less to it. Like, it's literally just nothingness. Like, it's so incomprehensible. Why even think about it? 
That's interesting. I like well, the way you're, you're, you're stating your... Like I was saying earlier, people spend so much time avoiding death that they don't really live life, which is interesting. Um, and I, I really want to believe in reincarnation. I think that would be the, the coolest one out of them all. Until you come back as a rat in the New York City sewer. <laughs> I'd love it, man. I'd be eating shit every day. You'd be day. the biggest be... fucking rat there. Yeah, baby. <laughs> one of those, like, three-pounders. I'm going to win the rat race. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'd love to come back as a turtle. God, if you're listening Sorry, to this. Sorry, this just reminded me of uh, us in 10th grade debating on whether or not God's real or not. You, well, Randon did a, me, Randon decided to do his on why God's not real, and I did mine on why God is real. Oh, I remember And we kind of debated each other. Well, not debated each other. We both did our stances, and that was it, but. Why is God not real? You can't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> There's some memory problems on this podcast. Yeah. Don't hit my head a few times. Um, my views have definitely changed from that as well, because it's just like that was such a different time in your yeah. life. Though. That I still don't necessarily believe in like are you more a modern Gnostic? religion God that everyone talks about, or like God from the Bible or any I, other I'm major religion. But it's just like pretty much it's the same deal with simulation theory. It's like I can't prove it one way or another, and like I almost just don't bother to think about it. Yeah. Well, the only thing that's ever, like, okay, so, like, I understand, Why like, the God whole, real? I want proof sh- shit, like, I need proof to believe it, gotta, be- like, see it to believe it, and, um, the reason why, like, the most, like, logical way for me to explain it to people and why I believe God is real is that, um, is that, uh, so, basically, like, Satan, I think Satan's real, because people get possessed, things happen to, like, places are haunted, ghosts are real. Um, you can literally Wait, contact, real. you can literally contact the dead through a freaking Ouija board. Uh, we like, need to get that one. Night. That's going to be Listen, the next episode you can, of our podcast. So here's the thing, if people can be possessed, if there, wanna... there, there are <clears throat> demons, and uh, then how could there not be a god? Because Satan is a fallen angel of God. I don't so, want to fuck with Ouija boards. I was told to stay away. I've never touched one and I never will, but I'm just I'm saying, scared, like, yeah. that's just a for instance. Like, we have heard, contact with hell. We I've have... heard people tell some whoa, crazy whoa, Ouija whoa, board whoa, stories, whoa. and it just kind of scares okay. me to think about. One of our guests here believes in mediums and contacting the dead. Um, well, I, oh. I don't. Not that well, I don't. Well, you've had experiences. I was no. there. No. That was a weird night. That was Riley. Riley and Mike. They... Oh, not, not the same night? No, that, yeah, yeah that's okay, the yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I'm just saying, like, she's, Riley seems yeah, like it's, it's, it's mostly like that. Multiple contacts um, with the dead. Yeah, they did a couple, I think they, didn't they do it twice, or was it just that one time? No, they, they didn't touch it again after okay. that. Okay, well, listen, Michael had scratches all over yeah, his back, like nail marks all that. down his back after they did this. He, nobody I touched saw it him with the whole time. From a ghost. He showed me days after, like who, days after. Who knows after. what the fuck it was? It happened though. Listen, he was just like, guys, my back's like on fire, and he pulled up his shirt, and there were just scratches down his back. That was. You can't tell me, Satan. Okay, so <laughs> I didn't really believe in any of the mumbo jumbo from that whole night, but I fucking saw the scratches on his back, and I can't explain that one. That is yeah, nobody evil can power that. at work. I don't even believe in ghosts, but I, I can't explain the scratches on his back. He, there's no way he dug his own nails in. He can't, he can't even reach. reach. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even fucking reach. <laughs> like that, that was weird. But, so that's that's what I'm saying. I so if there is Satan, there is God because <laughs> Satan was 
God's right-hand man, in a sense, before he booted him out of heaven because Satan wanted more power than God. And God's like, sorry, we don't play with that. Okay, so if there's a heaven, there must be a hell. Yeah. Everything's um, about that. There absolutely is. What if there's just sections of heaven for really shitty people? Because the Christian belief is like, that... Yeah, you're on the second floor, bud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in a you're couple real... years we can promote you. Uh, yeah, you get a, a studio apartment Good in behavior, we can boot you up a little higher in the system. You're at negative 30. Imagine, <laughs> imagine there were, like, ghost jobs. Like, after you died, it was like, yeah, you have to be a ghost cashier at a ghost the, Walmart the now. grind. You're still grinding. <laughs> like, would, that'd be so ass. I would kill my ghost self. <laughs> I'd hope that's not what heaven would be like, but maybe but in hell, honestly. If you're a ghost, you can't re-die. If, if you were evil in your life, you have to work in the DMV in hell. People who die <laughs> can't come to the terms with the fact that they're dead stay in a place called... Uh, Limbo. Limbo. Uh, purgatory, yeah. Purgatory. Well, um, I know it is purgatory, yeah. So. <coughs> Catholics. <laughs> I couldn't, well, that would be torturous for me. I will not, I, I wouldn't know, but I'm just saying, like, imagine, like, reliving your memories and just trying to hold on to that. Like, I don't know. <coughs> Christian, so I asked my mom about this, and she's very into the um, Christian belief, and she told me that their idea of, of hell is not what we think with the pitchforks and the fire and the burning. Um, it's it's more of a life without God. So a life where basically everything is meaningless and you don't have any contact with the higher power. You know, you're just going through life regularly, but without God. That's what she told me. She accidentally said that we're like there right now. That's what I was going to say. What if we are in hell or purgatory? You know, I, I thought about that a lot with all the close calls with death. Like, uh, I've oh, definitely yeah. been down bad a few times. Maybe you really I've did die. I've definitely had some thoughts like that before. Uh, that I did actually die. And like, but this is hell. None of this matters anymore. We should try and center that. It is center. Yeah. Oh. Talk about a simulation. Jesus. Yeah. Hey, actually, We're in a simulation here's another right theory now. Let me out. Let me out. I know a little bit about that I can actually say words about. Well, a little words. I don't know the full thing, but it's called. Um, it's a few words. I was telling you this about this the other day, Henry. What was it called? I don't even remember. The, I don't know what you're talking about. Remote viewing. Rem oh. uh, the remote viewing theory. So. Um, it was actually, the CIA used this um, for like 15 to 20 years. It's, so it was like actually something they used, like they'd have professional remote viewers come in um, and like help them solve crimes, like try to solve murders. So like using this theory. What so, is a remote viewer? Okay, so a remote viewer is somebody that can see something. Well, okay, actually, let me look up the exact definition so we can be a little is more this specific. Like psychic. Thing? Um, kind of. So like anybody can do it, and I even tried. It. I tested the theory, and like you can take a class and learn how to do it. Um, I I downloaded the class, but I haven't done it yet. But I just tried to do it to see if I have any type of like mojo going on <laughs> in my brain just in case you can talk to extraterrestrial no not that so remote viewing is the practice of seeking impressions i'm losing it it's the practice of seeking impressions about a distant or unseen subject um 
So typically a remote viewer is expected to give information about an object, event, person, location that is hidden from physical view and separated at some distance. So like the way you can test to see if you have any type of remote viewing skill is basically by like, okay, tell one of your friends to look up a random location. Are you, wait, hold on. Are you telling me that the CIA brought in someone and they said, find Bin Laden and the motherfucker went like. Oh. I don't know if that's how they did it, but they could, they literally just gave the they did it for the years and um, they discontinued the program because there's a lot easier ways for the I government think, to peep on us now. I so. think they have declassified a bunch of bizarre documents about breathing techniques and astral projection. And like they, they have done so, all kinds of research and that kind of stuff, but I haven't read any of the documents. I don't know if any of it's real, but they have done studies on that okay, kind of like get bizarre me in stuff. in there with a bag of mushrooms. I will be the new expert remote viewer. I'll be like, yeah. Um, I'm There's, seeing Microsoft So, like, you know how, like, when mediums... I don't know if you've never ever watched, like, Long Island Medium, but whenever she does, um... Oh, we need to take a commercial break. More technical difficulties. Uh, uh, uh. The CIA is just like, hey, Henry. Mm, oh, my I need this guy's balls. <laughs> They're shutting down my entire operation. Are we still recording? Yep. All right. We don't pause for technical difficulties. Absolutely not. We call the IT team. Okay. If you need to use the bathroom, you can just go. Just say that. Cause I do. Were you talking to me? Yeah, I thought you had to. Yeah, but we're not gonna go at the same time. Why not? All right, well. No, you go. We'll do it in shifts. Yeah, that way the conversation doesn't get lost. You hold his, he holds yours. Well, no, nothing <laughs> like that. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. <laughs> Might have to help you later, so you don't hit the couch again. Look at this guy's nose on the camera. Get a look. Hey. Come on, whose side are you oh, on? Oh! We're good. And turbo. we are good. We got the turbo spooling again. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Anyways, we're just going to sit here and stare. What are we I'm just looking for? at this computer screen. You're we're putting the mouse on your face. Back. Anyways, um, mm. so do you believe in remote viewing? Yeah, it's real. Literally, the CIA used it for like a grip. I feel uncomfortable with someone being able to I see I tried my it thoughts. and it worked. So they can like read thoughts? So I, I tested it. I had somebody look up a random location, okay? So what you do is, is this is a way to find out if like, so this is like how to teach yourself how to do it basically. Um, you look up a random location, have somebody look up a random location, a picture of a location, okay? You have no clue what it is. They give you a six digit number, okay? You write down the six digit number and then you just start writing words. Any word that comes to your head first pops in your head, you write it down. Write it down. So like blue, curvy, tall, like random like... Well, what, are, what do the numbers have to do with it? Nothing. So it, it's kind of... Well, nothing and nothing, kind of. So like... They have some meaning, but not... They have some meaning, but I'm not sure what it is. So whoever like gives you the low... Like picks, picks the picture thinks of the numbers in their head that they want to give you, mm -hmm. okay? You take those numbers, you write it down, and basically what you're supposed to do is completely block out your conscious mind and allow your subconscious to try to come to the forefront. So those were, so like, how you do that is you kind of have to keep your brain preoccupied while you're doing it. So like sitting there scribbling is what I will do. Like I'll just scribble to keep my like hand moving, my mind moving, and just like writing random like stuff on the side. And then anytime a random word will pop in my head, I wrote it down. And um, the one I did that was closest, like I wrote down a crap ton of words until I just was like, okay, I, I think I'm, this is it, like I'm done. And nearly every single one of the words had either some type of correlation to the picture. Um, 
Like, just, I don't, it wasn't like, I did it a couple of times, but there were definitely some times where it was, like, completely wrong. What kind of words were they? Um, like, for one, I, well, the one that was closest was, I guessed a lake. Um, so, like, I was, like, water, calm, trees, tall trees, uh, cold, fall, but it was, like, like, just, like, random words that come to your mind. But you kind of have to, like, meditate on it. Like, you can't guess what it is. You have to allow your subconscious <laughs> mind to be able to reach that. But. I can't believe that. But it's a real thing, and they used it to try to solve murders We're gonna and stuff. We're going to have to try this. You can go beyond you, We can do it right now. Of... I can literally look up a picture oh. and give you random numbers, and you can do it right now. All right. On the podcast, let's see if Randini Scalini is a psychic. I was going to say, uh, we, can, we can all try to do one. You're going to need a piece of paper and a pen. Uh, let's do it after. Okay, let's do it after. Because we got important things to tell these people. Okay. Um, what important things? Always wash your hands. Um, <laughs> don't get pregnant. Those are good ones. Stay in We don't need more kids school. in the world. Stop having children, Okay. The population is fine where it is. Nobody needs to be bringing these rowdy little motherfuckers into the world, okay? It's just, it's we've had enough. It's a fascinating message you decided to go with. <laughs> we're, uh, we're on to fascism here. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just realized uh, Uncle Tony dipped. Can I smack these the simulated on. smokes? Yeah, one zero zero one zero one zero. I like what you were talking about earlier with, uh, especially the nested simulations, and it's like super comparable to uh, virtual machines on like a desktop environment with computers. You know why? Because we live in a simulation and uh, inside of a computer. What you were talking about with like being at the end like of a simulation, nested in a simulation, nested in a simu simulation, and how you'd like run out of processing power. That's literally how virtualization technologies work right now with computers. And you have to allocate resources and like partition sections of your hard drive space off for each individual one. So you and you can, can get more layers. And you can run layers inside of layers with the virtualization technology. Like you can run. You can emulate something. You can emulate like a Linux machine inside of a Windows machine that's emulated on a Linux machine, like you that's can test them a, that way. But you have to allocate resources every step of the way, and by the time you get to like the fourth or fifth iteration, it'll have almost no processing power or RAM. Everything or will be anything. very slow. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of parallels there, and like that definitely. So people say makes that's sense. the reason why our video games at this point are still not indistinguishable from reality, is because we don't have any kind of technology that can do anything like that. So, theoretically, it's possible for computers to advance to the point where, okay, so they either advance to the point where we can make something indistinguishable from reality, or we hit a point where we can't advance any further, and we won't be able to, and that proves something. That's the great filter. Have you heard of the great filter theory? What is that? It's basically that, like... Civil, advanced civilizations like ours in this universe specifically like it has nothing to do with multiverse or uh, any of that other stuff it's like this is the base universe this is the only universe kind of idea like that most people have I but like that assumption the fact that uh, or not the fact um, 
it's basically that we aren't the first or only advanced civilization that's occurred in this universe, but they all the advanced civilizations ends up killing themselves with like nuclear warfare, running out of resources, and there's this great filter that prevents them from like moving on to other areas in the universe, such as like not being able to go the speed of light, or could be the great or, filter, yeah, or just resource shortages. But uh, there's we a lot are of damn things, close. There's right a lot now. of things that could be considered a great filter, and. Uh, it's really cool. Simulations could be one of them. Which is... Yeah, well, I, I think once we hit the point where we're able to make real life in a simulation, then we are going to lose some of our humanity to that. Part of me doesn't want it to be a simulation. I just want the apocalypse. You know what? I would be okay with that. We're going to talk about simulation. Does it feel like we've been talking for 50 minutes? Yes. Oh. Not to me. No, I'm just uh, I'm just shooting data off my hard drive. Here. I don't know if it's maybe I just I, I don't know if I lose track of talking, but just when you think about it, and maybe it's because we've all had interactions with psychedelics, but that's what I feel. I mean, so sometimes it, moments happen that are in, indistinguishable from other moments. Not even that. Like I could think ever, about it at any point in time. I could sit here and just get my mind to think about examples of how. Life is a simulation. Time is so crazy. It, no, seriously, because I swear, when I'm aware of time, it's so slow. I think that should be next so week. Time. Okay. time should be we'll next We'll do time. Week. Time dilation is its own episode. Um, okay. Tick have you talk. ever Have you ever had a day that felt like it was repeated? Um, yeah. Yeah. I've had weeks straight of that. I've sometimes. had, like, I've been in situations where I'm like, I feel like this is absolutely Is that happening. an example of <laughs> exactly a time glitch? I've woke up, gone to work, and came home from work, and did it all day, and did the same thing all day, every day, for weeks. Yeah, like all summer, and it's just like it feels the same every day. I I try <laughs> to keep enough. I move completely randomly throughout my day. That's why I am averse to having schedules and things like that. Embrace the chaos. Yeah, I would yeah. rather my days be unique and chaotic than orderly and all the same. Have you considered finding a balance between the two? That is so. You're saying every couple days, I, I you know I do the first half of the week scheduled, and the second half just balls a, to the wall. You whole. could do anything you want with it. You could do it on a daily basis. Like I'm gonna sit down and do whatever the fuck I want for the next four hours. But after that, I'm gonna sit down and do you this. Schedule, yeah. So you could almost schedule the chaos into a schedule. That is and, interesting. And so and like uh, I've actually been trying stuff like that recently. Like. Just giving myself time to fuck off throughout the day, and it's like, and yeah, three hours I'm gonna, of work. and like I'm gonna start my homework at 7:30 p.m. specifically. But until then, I can do whatever I want and just return to monkey, go stupid, go crazy for three hours. Absolutely, go yeah. smoke a couple cigarettes, go get some food, go for a walk, do whatever the fuck I want to do. The thing that gives your life meaning is the meaning that you give to it. Um, so if you choose to be very similar and um, not out of the ordinary, then you can do that very well. And especially in our country at this time, you can go work someplace and barely even have a name. You know, people won't know who you are and they'll talk to you and maybe it'll be like five minutes. That's actually maximum. a type of, um, we're learning about that in one of my classes. There's certain people that just, they, they, they tend to be the people that'll sit in the corner of the meeting room or the office cubicles and they go with the kinda, herd. They go, well, no, they just, they're on their own island. But yeah, they kind of go with the herd, but they're on their own island because they don't want to be up front or near anyone that can come and have a conversation with Nobody them. Nobody pops their bubble. Exactly. Yeah, and I am the bubble popper. Exactly. I think, I think it's more uh, valuable in life to be unique 
um, than, you know, just to go with what everyone else thinks. Because there is, uh, I learned in psychology that there's a very strong um, pack mentality between humans. And the way they tested this was um, the infamous shock experiment where they had someone administer shocks to a completely random stranger. And there was a guy in a white lab coat. It wasn't even a scientist or someone with authority, just a person in a lab coat. And they, they said, you have to go on with the experiment. Shock them again. And nine times out of ten, the person will give a shock to the other stranger that would theoretically kill them. You know, because the researchers say it's, it's possible for them to die. And the person in the other room is acting as if they're about to die. And people will go ahead and give the shock. So you can be influenced by other people to do things you don't want to. And it's really easy. So what did we learn today about simulation? Um, simulations could be real? Question mark? We still don't have a definitive answer, and I, we're not going to crack this one for a while. I think I learned that more people should be aware of the simulations that are ongoing. Go crazy. Go stupid. Don't be simulated. You know? Do something random today. You learned something today. Something in Tony's leaving early. Is that one hour? No, I, yeah, but I gotta take a call. Should we He's end it there? He's gotta take a call. Business call. Business is calling. I people, think that's so. it for the week. Alright, everyone. Take care and be crazy.